Hello and welcome to episode 332 of How About This? he get so gravelly? I don't know. How it's did his morning voice? voice? I think it's oh. just like that. He did the Lauren Bacall thing where she went out on a mountaintop and just screamed until her voice turned into Lauren Bacall voice. Yeah. My mountaintop is my dreams. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> that's your dream my, voice. The abyss. My, my screaming is just how I sleep. <laughs> the night terrors. Jason's gravelly voice brought to you by night terrors. <laughs> we had a, like a painting, just the canvas that wasn't framed. It fell off. The hook came out oh, of no. the wall oh. during the night. And Genuine night terrors. And I was like, Pulled I was saying dust. to like Miriam Alexander the next day, did you hear me? Like, did I scream? Because mm. it was one of those ones where I was awake yeah. and asleep. And yeah. I think I screamed in my sleep, sure. like in my dream. Yeah. But yeah. the sound was real. Yeah. And all I know is that at a certain point I was like, my heart is going so fast. Mm. Like it was just like. Adrenaline. Oh my God. Yeah, that's definitely a haunting. You've definitely been yep. poltergeisted there. That's yep. no, like, you, I don't know what, what you're what, blaming. What hooks? The, you're blaming hooks? Is that yeah. what you're blaming? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the oh, image of? What was the image of? It's a, it's a, so, okay. So Miri does this drawing when she's five of like a kind of friendly oh, monster. Oh, yep. Friendly oh, monster, you friendly say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not so friendly now. And then her friend Joelle, which you guys might yeah. know. Yeah, JJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, good old JJ. <laughs> uh, she, um, she's an artist. So she took that drawing mm. and then painted it onto a canvas. Oh, well, that's, oh, that's, that's sacrilege. That, that is friendly, asking for trouble. Friendly monster did not want to be redone. So I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you're blaming know. hooks, you say? Well, it's like, I, Miriam sticks things up sometimes. Get the priest in. With those, not with the nail into the wall hook, yeah. mm. with like a, you know, those stick well, on Stick ones. on, yeah. I mean, you're renting. That's what you've got to do. Yeah. yeah. but they, And they've got a tolerance on them. But I also yeah. think that. Hey. Over time. That's been there for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Why now? Like, yeah. what is it that it hasn't moved? Nothing's touching it. Mm. Why at this point in time does it come off? And why do all these fucking things happen uh, at I know. night? I know the answer. What? That monster wants to eat your soul. Yeah. Like that monster. Get in line, monster. <laughs> that monster likes the way people dance to Rage Against the Machine and did yeah. not appreciate your, your rant in the last episode. I have been thinking about Your Rage that. Rage. I feel. I don't know. I, mm. I don't actually have an answer for why it made me so angry. I know. Where's your stoic approach to life? I don't know. It just it just really, I think I was tired yeah. that night. So maybe um, yeah, it no, was clouded emotions. by that. But, but what? Because I don't, because maybe it's like, yeah. I mean, I did preface it by saying, you know, you yeah. be you. If that's your thing, go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah. It did you, make me angry. I don't know why. You've experienced also, both feelings at the same time. Maybe they didn't know that song. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a famous song. Maybe they did not, or maybe they don't know the lyrics because they are kind of screamed. Maybe it wasn't their type of music when they were young, so they didn't really know about What I it. know is that at the so end of a know. primary school trivia night, you can't judge people on their, their actions. Yeah, particularly at the end of a primary school trivia yeah, night. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean that's, that's when people have let loose. They've let loose. There's yeah. drugs, like, alcohol a, involved. It's a judgment-free zone, they think. Also. Until Carl shows up. Yeah. But that's the thing. Primary school, one thing I learned from having children in primary school is it's never a judgment free zone. That's true. You can that is high judgment. judgment Try to create the the illusion of judgment, but that's you're just getting judged harder. Yeah. 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 Totally. Uh, but what I realized listening back to that episode is um is I I'm the Alexander Hamilton. No, you're the Alexander Hamilton of this podcast, and I'm the Aaron Burr. That sounds good. In uh yeah, yeah. In that you you put your opinions out there. Right. My instinct is always to be like Never, never let people know where I stand on anything oh, controversial. Oh. You know what I mean? Because it just gives people ammunition. I don't want to, you know. Whereas right. you, you're like you, 
You'll, you'll Alexander Hamilton the shit out of it. Right. Because you want people, you know, he's like, here's my opinion. Right. Take it or leave it. Okay. Whereas I'm like, no, no, be vague, be vague. No. I'm like, Carl, Carl, talk <laughs> less, smile more, talk yeah. less, smile more. Um, you will die on a hill. Yeah. But in the end, I mean, I think we can all agree. I mean, do you want to be the Alexander Hamilton? I'm, I mean, I don't know. I've never made it to the end of the musical. Does he die? But look, this is, uh, I've created my own segue here. Uh, I know. I was just about to perfectly. ask you. Um, uh, uh, let, me, let, let me take it up. Rick Brown. Yeah. This, this last weekend, mm. you jetted back to Sydney. Mm. Casual jet back to your, oh, your former home. Well played. To see the stage mm. version. Maybe it's why it's fresh you in my mind. You my anger and twisted it into mm. something. I made it about me. Yeah, I made yeah. it about me. Settle in, lads, for the tale of Hamilton. Uh, the weekend, the weekend that was. Uh, let me Hang try on. to paint this picture. Let me just give it a theme song. Mm. <laughs> Hamilton report from Sydney. It's the Brown Matherer report. Settle in. It gets dirty. It gets wicked. It gets mean. It ends ultimately happily. <laughs> Just bit of sizzle. Uh, look, uh, this is a story. This is a tale that has been building for years. Uh, look, my family's love of Hamilton is well documented on oh, this podcast. Wow. Um, wow. I rarely shut up about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, look, everyone, listeners know, you guys know, um, that Hamilton, big part of the family yep. family culture. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and when I got there, when I went up to Sydney for Magic Mike Live, my first paycheck coincided with around Christmas time. And so mm. I invested that first paycheck in... Uh, you know, so Christmas presents for, for the family. So mm-hmm. Bridget and I, you know, we, we, we said, let's do it. Let's commit. Yes. And the only window of opportunity for those for those Christmas tickets um, for us to all get, be guaranteed to go and see the show was this last weekend past. Yeah. So yeah, right. a bit awkward where I'd been in Sydney for six months yes. and then came back to Melbourne and then had to go back to Sydney. But mm-hmm. that was the only way we could manage it. And for Hamilton... Willing to do it, yeah. yeah. Because at that point, Hamilton was only going to Sydney. That, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. We had no, we had no, but no we also options. suspected it would come to Melbourne. But we thought, fuck it, this, whatever. Let's lock it in yeah. because, because you know, Hamilton has given us so much. Let's give to Hamilton. And it adds and more to it now. It's like we flew to another state it's an adventure. to see a show. This is crazy. It was leaked this week. Sorry, that it's coming to Melbourne. Just a little side thing. Mm-hmm. When Alexander was born, Miria was like, "No, I don't want to ever leave him, you know, overnight with me." With you? Yeah, because well, I'm a shit dad. <laughs> She doesn't want to leave. He was young. I don't and want to dig too deep into right, that. Less about me. Let's a pin in that. Less about me more than about her. But she went up because she needed to go see <laughs> M- the, like Sydney Theatre Company do some shows because she was going to be doing those in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so she flies up, earliest flight, sees two shows, last flight back. Because yeah, she doesn't want to leave your son with you. Yeah. Oh, that is a rich and, vein and of- that, And in that time you killed, you killed him? I was a huge smack addict at the time. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's yeah. fair. I, I mean, mean yeah. that is fair. Yeah. yeah. Probably yeah. sold him. Would have sold Charles yeah, yeah, for yeah, drugs. Yeah. 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 Uh, but didn't. No. So who's the real hero here? Me. Yeah. Smacky yeah. Carl. I mean, I don't remember it because I was drunk oh, and so, had a blackout. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. the whole thing was a blackout. I mean, you did sell the child. He's all right. But he yeah, sold no. it to me because I, I was I, I had to go undercover. Yeah, to your go infant under- child at one point during the day did have to roll you onto the side and clear out your airways of vomit. Yeah, yeah. but responsibility. Hey, that's yeah. how kids learn. Yeah, learn through doing. Yeah. I could say, look, if daddy ever vomits and he's on his back, mm. you roll him over. Yeah. He's not going to like, nah. learn Could've from that. Got to throw him into the crucible. Yeah. Look, he 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 doesn't. Yeah. He's too young. He's yeah. barely walking, but he knows that something's not right. Yeah, yeah. So it, instinct kicks in. Yeah, yeah. He just does like a wrestling drop on your chest. Yeah, like the people's elbow. Whatever. I don't know what he did, but yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. yeah, and he saved me during my smack phase as well. Yeah, yeah. On the, yeah, that New Year's Eve when because I, he because saved you guys me. didn't notice me in the corner choking no, on my own vomit. Because yeah. Alexander you all the time. rolled me into a safe position and cleared my airways. So did. who? 
Well, I what goes around comes around because he's dealing smack to me now. So. <laughs> I mean, oh, yeah, that makes sense. That yeah. level of responsibility does take its toll oh, on man, the child. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. if yeah. you're forever saving, you know, middle, middle-aged men from choking on their it's own vomit. It's going to come around. That oh. creates scars on the soul. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Sw- swings and roundabouts. Yeah. Uh, but back to Hamilton. Yep. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so... Look, so Christmas presents. Uh, so for for the last six months or so, the, the excitement's been building. Um, the excitement and the just, it. I would say, look, this trip to Hamilton has become the cornerstone of our our family's sense of well being. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it's been the anchor that has allowed our family to bobble happily in the harbour of life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, um, and uh, you know, it's just been there. Yes. Oh, it's just just helping us in all of our day-to-day actions. And mm. the family has appreciated the fact that Hamilton was on the horizon, yep. getting mm-hmm. ever closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I got back to Melbourne on Monday. And so we had sort of four, four days to organise ourselves. And uh, I don't know what it was, just that sense of Hamilton urging us on, but everything. Well, skipping your step. Yeah. Oh, we were really? just ticking things off. It was the, it was the most well-organised uh, we've ever been for a wow. trip. Everything. Accommodation locked in, long-term car parking for the two nights we're going to be away, ticked off, prepaid for, ready to go. Um, so everything's going well. Our suitcases are packed and ready with surplus of needs. Yeah. Like We're like, wow. Because we've got, we don't, we're only going for two nights. But yeah. We don't need we're that out. many kimonos, but you pack yeah, them. Yeah, but we pack all the clothes we need. We've got yeah. food. We're like, we're not even going to have to buy food when we get there. We've got all the food we're taking <laughs> with us. Whatever. We've got everything organised. A spring in our step <laughs> as we, we pick up. The kids are all ready. Everyone's excited. We're so heading when, you, to, when you say kids, all your kids? The whole family. Oh, this whole is the family. first time. Even the wow. eldest child who has moved out is coming with us as one last hurrah. Wow. The family unit celebrating the family unit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh with the one thing that is truly bonded. Minded us together as a family. Nothing could be better. Does this turn into a National Lampoon's vacation? Let's find out. So we head we head to the airport. We get the, we're, we're like, we're going to get there early. We're going to have dinner at the airport. Oh. Um, so we don't even have to stress. We're going to yeah. be there. We get to the long-term car park. We shuttle to the airport. The excitement is building. Mm-hmm. We're floating on a cloud. Uh, we walk through the, the doors of Virgin Terminal into yeah. what could only be described as the biggest clusterfuck I've ever seen. Oh, no. no. And I can't quite comprehend what I'm seeing. I can see. I I instantly know this is beyond anything I've ever witnessed before in an airport. And yet I'm not quite able to acknowledge that. I'm like, well, this looks terrible. I'm sure we'll be fine. You know, in my mind, like, I'm so on a cloud of, like, everything's going to be fine that I can barely acknowledge what I'm seeing quite clearly with my eyes, which is people who have clearly been here for hours. There's people just lying on the ground. It's a seething mass of humanity. How was the weather? How was the weather? Weather was was fine. And then then I'm hearing announcements. There's been a global outage of the Virgin system. What? Virgin... Has been un- the, the check-in system is down across the world. Uh, I, look, I don't care about the rest of the world, but specifically Australia has been unable to check in specifically flights. Specifically Melbourne to Sydney. Yeah, well, anywhere to anywhere in Australia. No, they're not. Do it's it. not happening. Jeez. And there is a palpable sense of tension in the airport Ooh, as everyone's geez. trying to, you know, it was like. But how, how from, from the highest of highs, which you guys are on and everything's yeah. clicking. How quickly does that just go boom and no, now it's like not yet? There's wow. still an opt- like because okay, and this might be based on the fact that I've never been thwarted at an airport before. Right. I have I have a hundred percent success rate of getting where I need to go. Yes, even if it's a delay, you know. Yeah, we some got substantial delay. The worst delay I've ever had was with Jetstar, which is why yeah. I've avoided yes. Jetstar. This is when we had our virtual assistant. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. One time they book us flights, they yeah. book us on Jetstar. We're stuck in Perth for like 
five hours, six I hours. Was just standing there. You kept posting up and it's like, not yet. No, oh, man. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, I've avoided Jetstar just because they made me wait for hours and hours. Yeah. Whereas Virgin have only ever kept me waiting. And to be yeah, fair, th- a little bit of have, a, have a record of make, making people wait. Hours yeah, yeah. And hours. Oh, yeah. Virgin have always done me good. Yeah, I've had uh, no problems with even Virgin. even with a delay here, a delay yeah. there. Uh, and so in my mind, I'm like, whatever's going on here, I can't see how we're not getting on this plane tonight. Yeah. Like, uh, it's impossible. It's in- unfathomable in my mind that we're yeah. not getting to Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we, we, we assess the situation. We're like, we're just going to have to go get some food now. I talked to a lady. She's she's like, when's your flight? I'm like, 8 o'clock. She's like, oh, but we're still trying to get in 5.30 flights at this day. Like, uh, you know, uh, and does Sydney have a curfew going yeah, in? Yeah, I'm starting to think, oh, there's there's a Sydney curfew. Oh, so it's like, like, but I'm like, maybe there's some wriggle room yeah. when there's been, you know, maybe flights yeah. stop coming out. But anyone who's trying to get in, surely they let them in. Yeah. Uh, I don't know for sure, and yeah, I don't right. want to Google at this stage. Yeah. <laughs> yes. uh, so we go to Grilled uh, and we get some dinner, yeah. delightful dinner. Still a sense of optimism, mm. tinged with a sense of, oh, geez, it didn't look good out there, did yeah. it? Um, and then I, I leave the, the family in Grilled and then I head back out just to assess where it is. Yeah. Nothing's changed out there. Still a People seething mass of thwarted humanity. Yeah. But then while I'm out there, uh, the the screens spring to life, the, the check-in screens, and they're like, we've resolved the issue. I'm like, Ooh, oh, good. Well, this is going to be good. This is going to speed things. It's about 7 o'clock at this stage. Right. What time's your flight? 8, eight o'clock. Okay. Okay. I'm like, okay. well, this could, this could work out. I mean, there's, there's a backlog, clearly. Yeah. There's some 4.30 flights who are still sitting around. Um, but I'm like, this as long as they start just moving it through and as, and they've updated our departure time to like um uh, 9 9:30 or something okay. like that okay. I'm like all right so that's Not okay that still works have yeah. some seconds at grills yeah so we end up <laughs> just sitting around uh we're waiting and uh the night progresses and there's uh then they're like the outage is back uh, oh, the screens go dead no. how does it come back and go I off? don't know it's a I cyber don't... attack Carl mm. Jesus those hackers in black hoods, in dark rooms, laughing. Mr. Robot. And my optimism is starting to fade, but I'm still like, I don't I don't know I don't know how I I don't understand how you don't get on a plane because it's never happened to me before. Yeah. But we, but you're seeing the show the next day. The next day. So the worst case is you sleep in the airport, but you could still fly up the next day. Well, it's a two p.m. show, Ooh, uh, which is you know it's weighing on our mind. Yeah, um, right. And so we get to ten. I reckon around ten thirty. We've been there five hours, uh, and they the announcement comes over: all Sydney flights cancelled. Oh. It's not happening. It's like if you're on one of those flights, leave the airport oh. and call the customer service number to sort out when you can be rescheduled. Oh, and we're like, oh, shit. And we're like, well, fuck shit. it. Let's get out of here. With your whole family. Uh, and so we walk out. I'm already dying on the number. Yeah. I get onto customer service. Thank you for calling customer service. Oh, Our business hours are Monday, Monday to Friday. Oh, Seven yeah. till five. What? I'm like, well. The, they what? told us to call. They told us to call. Like, Good trick, Virgin. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, fuck, what are we going to do? And so, look, we get back to the – we get into the car. We drive home. The mood in the car is no longer – we're no longer on a cloud. No. We're deep in a storm cloud with thunder and lightning. You know, there's haunted looks in the eye. Millie, she's in the middle of year 12. Yeah. And uh, she loves Hamilton. You know Millie. Oh, gotcha. Uh, possibly. You know, Millie Almost and Clem possibly. might be the most yeah. uh, fan. They know all the words. Yeah. Millie. Everything. I mean, I mean, if I, if I'm if I'm going to rank a, all of our family Hamilton fans, Millie's at the top. It's yeah, be, she be. Uh, and wow. so and and had she had she been using Hamilton as a 
as a lifebuoy to get her through year 12. The, sure. the thought that this uh, sparkling event in the middle of year 12 is going to be the momentum to, to spring her forward. I don't know. I'm not inside her mind, but the haunted look in her eyes certainly said, suggested said, yes. that, this, uh, that this setback was not going to bode well. Were you looking in the rear vision mirror? You know the lights, you drive past the lights and it creates that light and shadow. It's just and you can just see your image of heartbreak. Highlighted. Yeah. Yeah. Three oh. heartbroken faces. And uh, so we get back home. Um, are, are your kids verbally upset or are they just very quiet and inside themselves? Oh, it's quiet. It's, it's oh, quiet. That's the worst yeah, kind. It's, it's quiet. We get back home. Millie goes straight to the bedroom. Uh, we don't see it for the rest of the night. Oh, uh, we can only imagine there's uh, stages of grief being worked through in there. Yes. Uh, well, uh, Bridget and I are like, Plan being, seeing, ding the shit out of it. You're like brainstorming. Blue, blue sky. There are no bad ideas at this stage. There are no bad ideas. <laughs> what are we going to do? Because Bonnie helicopter. stay with you that night. No, no, we dropped Uber Bonnie it. at home. Oh, wow. We dropped Bonnie at home. Oh, God, it's like it's the end. But And basically what we'd said to the kids is, uh, we look, don't we, we, don't, there's not, we don't see many ways that this ends in us seeing Hamilton mm-hmm. uh, from here. Um, okay, so now is a good time for us to take a break. We'll be back after our sponsors. I just thought that was such a good story I know, I know. that if anyone was listening, yeah. they'd probably want to sponsor us right now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then we can, you know, we sizzle it after the yeah. break and yeah, stuff like that. And we can come back and, and sponsorships come back. People, yeah. you know, talk about mattresses or something like yeah. that. And mm. then, yeah. all right, well, mm. and we're back, Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, look, so uh, we're in the lounge room assessing our options. Yeah. Uh, and look, I'm on, I'm on other flights. I'm looking at Qantas. Uh, oh. They're charging four hundred to five hundred bucks per ticket. Where's the where's the they will pay for half your airfare deal gone? <laughs> nah, not Jesus. not when they know Virgin's in trouble. Oh. They're oh. like, oh, we're gonna have a lot of people trying to get to Sydney tomorrow morning. They're gonna some of them are gonna pay through the nose. Let's get them on board. So yeah. that, that's like the Uber thing where it's like yeah. Saturday night. Yeah, prices Qantas up. has started surcharging. Surging. Shit the fuck. Um, Shit the fuck. The, the, the only even vaguely affordable flight I can find is from Avalon oh. on Jetstar. Oh, no, you know I'm do not. It. Don't uh, yeah. do it. Uh, at like you know eight o'clock in the morning, yeah. um, and I'm like, nah, that's ridiculous. That's... We're not going to drive to Avalon for Jetstar, oh, who will God. probably let us down anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're brainstorming. It's like, can we drive to Sydney? Oh. Is there enough time? Like, how early would we have to get up in the morning? I was, I was like three o'clock. And yeah. We started driving. Eight hour drive. We could yeah. do. We could do it. And we're like, but our car is struggling right, at the moment. Right. And we're like, we need to hire a car. We can't organize. Like it's too hard to organize a yeah. hire car now. That's not going to yeah. happen. Yep. No. Um, so we're like, no, nah, that's a, that's a, that's a very, that's yep. a, we're not doing that. That's madness. Um, and so we're talking it around. I'm looking at flights from Melbourne to Adelaide, Adelaide to Sydney. Oh, you know Jesus. what I mean? Jesus. That's like, how bad it is. Yeah. And, oh. uh, and there's no, there's no, no hope there. Again, the price is prohibitive. Um, and so Can't in the end, Uber? we're like, how much is an Uber to Sydney? I mean, I, 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 I almost <laughs> checked. I'm just going to interrupt. I don't know how this story ends. Mm. Good. This is riveting. <laughs> uh, and so after looking around, we're like, is it crazy to go to Avalon and get on Jetstar? And we're like, in, we decide, fuck it, let's do it. Oh, right. we're like, like super, let's, how, let's lock it in. How cheap is it? Is Look, it- there are like 150 a flight. So still, okay. like, it's a decent investment. Do you get your money back from Jetstar? No, Surely. No, from Virgin for fucking I, or up. credit I suspect or at least I would get credit. credit. Yeah, yeah. I would, I'm thinking if we don't okay. take Virgin up on whatever they decide to do with us, uh, we'll get we'll get a we'll get a credit okay. somehow, which yeah, is yeah. fine. Okay. Um. Uh, so we're like, fuck it, let's do it. So I get back onto the uh, the Jetstar flights. They're gone. Because we're not the only fuckers oh, looking no. for options, let me tell you. Damn. We we spent too long. We spent too long umming and ahhing. Um, and so we're like, fuck, uh, there's, uh, we're out of options. 
let's start making peace with the fact that Hamilton's not happening. And oh. staring into the abyss was, it's the lowest I think I've ever felt. Like the, thinking about the ramifications on the family. Yeah. Um, you know, oh. and, and thinking about all the things we've lost. The accommodation we paid for, that's gone. The Hamilton tickets, this was the only window of opportunity where for the whole everyone. family would be able to see yeah. it because my, my schedule's, you know, yeah. Out. Yeah, yeah. Um, even maybe when we when they're when they're in Melbourne, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but this was the guaranteed. Yeah. <clears throat> and so we're like, I've never I've never felt worse. This was a, a oof, the hurricane. I don't feel like this is gonna booting. end well now. I don't um, know. I, I, and so this is about 12:30 at night where we're deep in the abyss. Bridget oh. and I are just assessing how we ended up in a universe where everything, well, like from the highs, yeah, of everything the, going so well. The family unit traveling together to celebrate. All that we were. From cloud nine to cloud zero. That's what we were. (laughs) And they're coming together, like, you know, your elders coming back. And that it was just a random event. You know what I mean? It was just some random thing that Mm. happened. No one's fault. What? Um, And then we get, bing, our phones ping. Hang on. Text message from Virgin. Uh, And they're like, we've rebooked you on flights. 7.20 in the morning. That works. And 2.20 in the afternoon. Oh, and we're like, on. wait, what? what? Hang on. And we're like, what's that mean? It's like, why two? why two? Have they have they split us? Never Is, split the party. They, what? Ha- and we're like, 7, 7.20 is perfect. Yeah. Like, Hamilton that is, the perfect. is on it. Hamilton starts at 2. Yeah. 2.20 flight, no good. That doesn't yeah. work. And so we're like, but what does it mean? Who, who's on what flight? Or is it, are they giving us two options? Are right. they saying oh, oh, okay. 7.20 flight or 2.20 flight? you can't flight? call anyone because it opens on Monday. We can't call them. We don't know. I'm trying to get online. The, 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 the link they've given me doesn't take me anywhere. Oh, no. Does so this I'm, end in you taking a bullet for your family and them going up on the early flight and you missing the show because I'll just let him tell dad. the story. You no, know, I, I, can't, yeah, I can't deal with it. I can tell you, at, when, when we were thinking it was split flights, um, if it's a split flight, I'm like, I would... If, if it's four on the early and one on the I will definitely take a bullet for oh, your family. Oh, you're a good dad, Rick Brown. But I get onto the Virgin thing and I find a thing that says resend itinerary. I click on it. I get an email. It's my itinerary. And I find that Virgin have booked us on a 720 flight to Launceston. Oh, the fuck? That arrives at 8, 8, 8, 8, 8.25 in the morning. And then from Launceston at 2.20. So- to Sydney, we oh, arrive in Sydney at four thirty. This is the best worst story ever. <laughs> and we're like, ah, oh. we're like, that's fair enough. Like, Virgin don't know that we're trying to get to Hamilton. Of course, yeah, of all they know is that we booked to get to Sydney, they're and they're like, how do we get solutions. to the Sydney? We're trying to get a lot. They've got a lot of moving yeah. pieces. I understand Virgin. Yeah. Are, they're a complex matrix. They feel like they've done good. They're by like, you. we've got them to Sydney. We yep. did. They're high fiving each Woo! other. Sure, we sent them to Tasmania rounds. for a few hours, but in the end, at the end of the day, where are they? Sydney. Sydney. Yeah. Job done. Um, and so we're like, oh god damn it! But then we're like, wait a second, maybe there's some flights from Launceston <laughs> to Sydney we, from Jetstar or someone. Someone, anyone. anyone. Uh, maybe Qantas haven't started surcharging from. They don't know people are trying to get from Launceston. To, <laughs> so we go, oh, come on, web, come on, let's let's see what's happening. I would have given up by this stage. I think. I think. I, I mean, I'm not as into the show as yeah, you, sure. your family. Are. You but don't know what's was, riding on this. What, I don't know what the equivalent of that you would haven't, have been for you me. You haven't felt the pit of despair yeah. that we felt. We were like, I was willing. To go that extra mile to yeah. make this happen, uh, so we're on the we're on the, we're googling again. We're, we're, we're re-energized. Is this this is still at night? It's still at night. Jeez. We're still up. We're still waiting. Um, and we find Jetstar flights. Hello, nine forty-five. Launceston to Sydney arrives eleven forty. That's an hour. We arrive at eight twenty-five in the morning and fly out at nine forty-five. But we're like, 
the airport in Launceston can't be that can't big. Can't be that big. No, it's really small. And because it's jet because it's a jet star flight we're going on, we're gonna have to ditch checked in luggage. Ditch all that stuff. Oh. Everyone's gonna have to pack light. We're, we're only going well, for one night now. Know, yeah, yeah. We're yeah. only going for and we're like, fuck it, whatever. I'll sleep in your clothes. I'll take nothing if I have to. I'll yeah. go in these, I'll sleep in these. Yeah. I don't care now. Yeah. Whatever we have to do, we'll do. Um, and so we're like, I reckon we can make that. As long as everything goes to plan. Like if, if there's any flight delay, this if there's anything so fucks up, yeah. we're not gonna make it. And then we're stuck in Launceston. At any point during this, will you go like, this is gonna be fucking great for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Things happened in my life where I was like, "Great for the podcast." I hadn't, I hadn't got to that hadn't stage to that, yet. Not enough brain, uh, no, no, nah. space for that at the uh, moment. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in flow state. I've only got one <laughs> zero focus. Yeah. Uh, so we're like, and we learned from the last time that we ummed and ahed about Jetstar. Yeah. We're you like, fuck it, right lock away. it in. Yeah. Like, lock it in. Yeah. And so we spend that, and they're cheaper than the ones we were going to buy as well. It's like oh, 100, 130 bucks a ticket. Okay. That's and good. We're like, fuck and it, let's do face it. it. Let's face it. Launceston. Better than Avalon. Yeah, that's anyway. True. It's quicker to get to and one at this stage, And I will say, I am starting to think it's kind of funny that we have to fly to Tasmania. Yeah. I'm like, this is starting to feel like an amazing race adventure. I'm, yeah. I'm starting to get on board this whole situation. A task at the airport. Um, oh, wow. And so we lock it in and we're like, well, look, now we've got two, two avenues to Sydney. One that gets us there on time. One that gets us there too late to see Hamilton. But... I mean, we're in Sydney for a night then. I guess that's kind of funny. Mm. Um, and so we're like, well, this is good, but it's it's one o'clock now in the morning. We've locked everything in. Um, we've got our plan, our plan A, which is it's a it's a scrappy plan. Mm. Yeah. Like Virgin's gonna fly us to Launceston but and then Jetstar's gonna a scrappy plan, it's you, Rick Brown. Yeah. The films you love, yeah. scrappy plans. And so we're like, so it's a seven twenty Virgin flight. Right. We're gonna have to get there around six o'clock. Yep. So we're going to have to wake up at 5 o'clock. It's uh-huh. 1 o'clock in the morning now. Um, we, we've texted Bonnie as soon uh. as the plan was shaping. We're like, we're going to we're gonna come and get you. Um, be ready. Get you. If you make it to Hamilton, you're just going to fall asleep as soon as the lights go. <laughs> you'll just be like, oh. Sorry, a little thing, little side thing. We went and saw the Netherlands Dance Theatre. I bought Miria tickets the for Netherlands. Netherlands Dance Theatre, which is like the old, like they're f- incredible yeah. dancers. We, but this was like, I don't know how old. It was the first time we'd been out since Alexander had been born. Oh. We're in amazing seats. It's amazing. And I'm nodding off <laughs> to the point where New I had parents. to get up, walk around, walk yeah. back and stuff. Yeah. And but You ended up on stage at one point. But it was so amazing because it was quite dreamy. Like yeah. I was in and out of that dreamy and nodding and stuff. And the dancing was like, it ended up being a really interesting experience and amazing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was nodding off. Yeah. So... We get to bed at one o'clock. Do remember to subscribe to our Patreon and uh, up that subscription level because- Jason's just uh, pumping that static button. Yeah. (laughs) We need money. And I've got a lot of surplus flights to uh, (laughs) to make up for. Um, All right. So yeah, but my mind's still ticking over, of course, thinking about everything that could go wrong, everything we need to do to try to maximize our chance of getting there on time. Yeah. Uh, so at least another hour goes by before I fall asleep and then the alarm goes oh, off at five o'clock. God. So we look, but, but excited. Yeah. We're, and then we're in amazing race mode. Yeah. And uh, we, we wake the kids up. We're like, kids, it's a long <laughs> shot. We've got to get up. We've got to get to the airport. <laughs> kids. I'm like, I'm like, kids, <laughs> like four, four outcomes to today. You know, we end More. up stuck in Melbourne. Nothing yeah. happens. Uh, we end up stuck in Tasmania for some reason. Yeah. We end up uh, in Sydney, but too late to see the show. Yeah. Or we somehow miraculously make it to Hamilton. Yeah. But kids, we've got to give it a crack. All right. We've got to give it a crack. We can't stand around here all day moping. We've got yeah. to we've got to swing. 
we, we can't throw away our shot. Only wear the clothes. <laughs> only wear the clothes on your back. Yeah, yeah. We got kids. Pack light. All right. Take what you need. Yeah, yeah. Take what you need. We're going. Uh, let's what hope for the best. Axe. There's flint. And I said, kids, there's very little chance this is going to work out. Yeah. But we're going to try. Yeah. Oh, so we hit I the run. I love it. Um, Bridget drops me and uh, Millie and Esther off at the airport. Right. Uh, Check in. To. to to, well, we think, well, at least talk to Virgin, explain the situation, see if they can help us in any other yes. way. Yeah. Maybe there's some wriggle room. Oh, my God. Maybe there's some amazing. wriggle room. Yeah. Um, Bridget goes and drops the car at long-term car park with Bonnie. Yeah. And then they, they make their way back. Absolutely. While I'm talking to Virgin, I'm like, I, I say, hey, this is what we're talking. We've got to get to Sydney. You've sent us to Tasmania. We're not going to get to Sydney on time. Is there anything you can do? She's like, well, have you got checked in luggage? I'm like, no, we've only got backpacks. Oh. Uh, and she's like, is your whole group here? Yeah. And I'm like, well, my partner's just dropping the car at the long-term car park. And she's like, look, if your whole if your whole party's here at 6.30, I'll get you on the 7 o'clock flight. Oh. And screen, screens are working, obviously. Seven o'clock, yeah, yeah, everything's smooth. Everything's back to normal. You're, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I walked in, it was it was what you expect to see in an airport. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth. Yeah, people, yeah. people calmly checking in. Hugs, kisses. Dropping their bags off. Yeah. yeah. Everything's working as it should. So I'm yeah. like, all right, they've got their self back on track. And she's like, Yeah, if you look, if you can if you can, oh if you're all here God. at exactly six thirty, I'll get you in. I'm like, Oh, that's great. But I'm like, Bridget's not here. What's it, and what oh, time no. is it now? It's about six fifteen. Oh. oh, and she's long term parking's long, miles yeah, away. Yeah, it's been about fifteen minutes. Yeah. It's been about fifteen minutes. So yeah. she would have been able to get to the car park, but still sometimes it takes 20, 25 minutes, mm. half an hour to get from yeah, yeah. long term. You have uh, to wait for that bus comes so every So I'm 10 I'm back and I'm like, I start dialing Bridget's number, but then Esther goes, There's mum. <gasps> I look up. There she is. I'm what? like, It's a miracle. We're all here. So this is amazing. I get up to the counter at 6:30. Um, because she says to me, even if I'm talking to someone, just come straight up and 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 interrupt, mm, yeah. and I'll get you on that flight. Mm. I'm like, well, that's what I like to hear. Get the fuck out of my way. Uh, and this lady does. She gets me on that flight. She gets us on the 7 a.m. flight direct to Sydney. Dude. Uh, and I can't. We can't believe we're we're sailing. We're like, oh, we Jesus. get through security. Everything. Nothing goes wrong. Uh, we get to our accommodation in Sydney. We get to Hamilton. No worries. Everything we want to happen happens. <laughs> Uh, and I sit in the uh, we sit in the audience and we're just like, can you believe? Can this? Is, like, I, I, I dared to dream oh that I would God. be sitting here in Hamilton, and yet oh. here we are. And as those first dum 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 dum, dum did you start crying, sobbing, crying. yes, con convulsing <laughs> from the joy of seeing Hamilton, the, and the release. Of, of being so close oh. to the abyss, and yet being here with yeah. my family at Hamilton against the odds. Uh, it was one of the most emotionally traumatic roller coasters Ooh. I think I've ever been on. That's so um, good. And I, I can't think of the experience without experiencing both those emotions simultaneously. Yeah. The trauma and the relief yeah. that wash yeah. over me yeah. at the same time. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can't. I cannot believe it worked out, and that we didn't somehow get stuck in Launceston, um, which would have been. Also, a hilarious end to the story. I but the show, so... I mean, I'm biased. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I can give people the proper experience of the show because no one's going to experience the show while the way the that way, we experience no the show. One. No one in the world that is a will very experience it like that. Unique way to have seen that show. Yeah, uh, yeah I cried almost the entire yeah. uh, show. Just, uh, I was just in and out of tears. Yeah. Um, it was, it was excellent show. Ve an amazing show. Yeah. See it. But do try to put yourself through emotional trauma before you see it. <laughs> Highly recommend. That's an incredible story. Thank well, you. So now if you ever need to get from Launceston to Sydney, you've got some got some nah, there. No, I did kindly 
call Jetstar and say, look, uh, we don't need those flights now. And they're like, okay, that's a, we've cancelled the... Now, you know there's no refund. I'm like, yeah, no, I didn't expect a refund. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm like, it's fine, Jetstar. I'm not here to get my money back. I understand. Yeah. And so Virgin, when they put you on that flight, that was just transferring your yeah. the flight to that flight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, they were just fulfilling, okay, their, fulfilling their duty. Uh, I was... I was like, this doesn't end well. Like, this is this is going to end. <laughs> I'd poorly. seen some social media posts of you yeah, in no, Sydney, I, so I, I knew you got there, but right. I didn't know whether you made the show. Right? Or not. Yeah, that was a fucking roller coaster. That is, but the thing is, you've gone through all of that, but when you look back on that now, this is like such a strong yeah. memory that you will never forget. And your yeah. whole fa- like it's. It, the fact that it worked out really well means mm. it's it's a fucking incredibly yeah. amazing experience that your family was yeah. the whole of you. you yeah, know? it's an even bigger story than yeah. it would have been than us just going to see Hamilton and, and enjoying the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah we yeah, went yeah. through this huge thing. Like, if anything, thank you, universe. Yeah. I can say that now that I've ended But while I was in the middle of it, in yeah. the, in the well, lowest geez. point, I was like... Why like universe? Why? Well, I was also saying I had... I feel like this was coming because I've been feeling pretty cocky about my right. life. Everything's been smooth sailing. We were pretty cocky about how well we prepared for the trip. I was like, mm. I was almost daring the universe to do this to me. Right. So while I was in the low point, I was like, it's, I can't be mad at the universe because you've been pretty good to me. Yeah. These last, this last little while. Mm. And I might, have I been gloating internally a bit? I probably have. And so the universe might've been like, watch yourself, buddy. So little baby Jesus is like, I'll get you there. Yeah. But yeah, just you're no. gonna have to go. You're yeah. gonna have to go through a journey. Yeah, yeah. Just so you know. Yeah, it was just showing me. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. life isn't always smooth sailing. Oh God, I have to say, I feel like at about twelve o'clock that night, I would have been just looking for refunds and stuff. <laughs> like I think I, I don't think I would have. Oh yeah, what are you gonna do? Call the customer service center. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> but I don't think I think it would have been this is done, and I think I would have tried to be stoic about it and go this is try to find some lesson in yeah. it, so I didn't have to. There yeah. is no way in fucking hell that I would have gone to Launceston, <laughs> to Sydney, to for anything. Oh, we'd lock that in. What did you do after Hamilton? Did you or did you just find a park and just like <sighs> just go? Wow, this uh, that was a, an adventure. No, because it was Eurovision weekend. Oh, of course, we went and, we went and got a delicious pizza for dinner. Yeah, and then we went back to the thing and we watched, watched semi final two. Yeah. Uh, and I had was a, on stage semi final two. I didn't see all of you it. You were in Eurovision semi final two. You were on stage. No, 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 I was still in what a, a different show. <laughs> Finland. <laughs> uh, I was still in a different show. I did watch the grand final, though. I yeah. watched the semi final one and the grand final. Oh, you um, watched the semi final one was the weakest um, was, Eurovision. Yeah, was, I was like, what's happened to Eurovision? Although, are, they all, are they all suffering trauma? But then all the acts that got through pretty much from semi final one that I thought were pretty meh. They, they stepped it up in the grand oh, final. Really? I was like, you're, you're much better than I they remember. Up, it's the same song though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but they yeah, just yeah. somehow magically somehow. did a much better version. Yeah, yeah. We missed it. We just, I really? feel like it's we don't see normal TV because right, right, right. we never watch. We're doing it a bit more because Alexander's getting older and there's more stuff at school around yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we just, I walked into the, I was going to say the office. It's our bedroom where Miriam's yeah, office yeah. is. Um, and she's got some weird thing. I was like, what's that? And she goes, oh, I'm just seeing the highlights of Eurovision. I was like, Eurovision? Yeah. Because we were like, mm. we watch that when we know it's on. Mm. How was it? Because it was the isolated one, wasn't it? Uh, well, no. No, no. Not really. Uh, really? Australia, no, performed from, Australia performed from here. Uh, okay. Um, and, uh, and, and Iceland and had to perform from uh, – they could only show their rehearsal footage because one of them got COVID. COVID, so. Oh, and, and the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, it's got to be a COVID party. Like, there's so many people there yeah. Yeah. and so many people from around the world. Do you hear about the Australian skateboarding team? 
Um, what? For, oh, yeah, yeah. There's for, an Australian skateboarding well, team? Olympics. The Olymp- skateboarding team. Fucking Olympics. sellouts, mate. Right? Sellouts. <laughs> Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Rick's doing cute finger guns. Pistols. So um, I'm just going to go because your story is epic, but yeah. I didn't. I'm just going to yeah. circle back. I'm circle just going to, you know, bookend it. Yep. The thing that made me, I think the thing that made me feel like I was like, I sh- you know, you do you sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's that I'm a bit of an honorary mum at school because I'm the one that often takes Alexander to the school. I'm making most of the lunches. Oh, Miriam, let, Miriam trusts you to take Alexander to school. Yes. It's one of the Whoa. many one of the many privileges you've earned over the years. So well every done, now Carl. and then I feel, what's that thing? And I turn around and someone darts into the bushes oh, yeah. and I think it might be her. Yeah. Um, or Dickman, the ghost of Dickman. <laughs> <laughs> or his Iceman. <laughs> finally coming Trying to make me. friends. <laughs> yeah, with his fists. Um... <laughs> But like, and I'm like the lunch guy, I'm the picking up guy, yeah, you know, like guy. I'm, I'm talking to the mums, you know, like I'm kind of honorary mum. You dilf. And so I get to <laughs> see, you know, like you see the load that the mums are under and yep. the, the dads don't get to see that sort of shit and stuff nah. like that. So it's like the mums run the mothers they store. It's like fucking come yeah. on dads. Yeah. Um, ah, the joy. But only so, some of the mums. So, you know, these nights are often, like there's more mums than dads at the trivia night and any night like that because yeah. it's a time for them to actually get out. Pressure and, valve. You know, just, re- yeah. And dance. the pressure. Dance. And however dance. they want. And so, uh, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's yeah. like my initial, yeah, I don't know. I had that initial reaction, but I think it's like, no, fucking you do it. Yeah. Just fucking dance you. with your pistols no. and stuff. This is the first time you might have been out in fucking months. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They, doing might have had a, they might have had a, a Hamilton-esque disaster. Who knows? Day yeah. 24 hours. And yeah. I know, even just in our parents' group, I know some mums that are just like, they're doing or everything. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's like three kids doing it all and also working yeah. as well. And it's like, and the dad's oh, a pressure just, cooker. And the dads are like, oh, but I'm working and stuff. And, you know, oh, I'm doing my bit. Yeah. It's like, no, you're fucking not. <laughs> so, yeah, their life is a pressure cooker. And the trivia yeah. night is the little steam re- yeah. release valve that a lot of people need. And they have like a mother's night. They had to cancel it for a couple of years because it, it gets got messy. quite bacchanalian. Like it's like <laughs> they had to cancel it one night because there's mums in the toilet doing coke, <laughs> and someone one of the other mums goes and is like, "Who's on the council?" And yeah. is like, "We're going to shut this down, dude. You can't do that." So they go, they step outside the school and hop in someone's car and do coke off the dashboard. I mean, that's of the, the way car. they rock and roll. You know, but it gets it. it. Those nights go wild, but yeah. it's like because it's a fucking release for them. Yeah, yeah. You need so it. I feel so. I'm actually I'm going to rewind a lot of the stuff well, I said. He's he's printing an apology, a retraction. I am. I am. It's a, it's a retraction saying no. You fucking do what you want. Yeah. Well, so yeah. You. Which you did. Yeah. You did. Uh, I know. Insert that 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 feeling was within you simultaneously with your disappointment. Yeah. Your, I, yeah. There's also the wanky bit in me where it's like, no, I'm the fucking punk skater. You don't understand. Yeah. You don't understand what it's like because <laughs> well, I'm a fucking black man. Like, uh, but Australia can't do it because they all went to America for training. Yeah. Right. And uh, one of them caught COVID <sighs> and the other teams now uh, classified as close contacts. Yeah, close contact, contacts. Close contacts. So they, um, they've banned the team from coming to the Olympics. Oh, and, right. But that was the IOC. But I'm thinking if that's the bar they're setting, like yeah. if anyone on a team has COVID yeah. and the rest of the team can't come, no one's going to turn up to the Olympics. Yeah, and there are people, there are teams going, With? We, we don't think we want to go to the Olympics. Yeah. Japan have been really lax oh, on vaccinations oh, and stuff. They've been really Everyone in Tokyo poor. doesn't want the games. Like yeah. They're just like, yeah. no. It's Yeah, it's bizarre. But it's yeah, just, I figured that's dumb. the first I heard. Of a whole team being banned because one person okay. had COVID. Yeah, right. And I'm thinking if that's the bar they're setting, they're going to have no one there. Yeah. Like absolutely no one there. It's just. 
But yeah. how much does that suck for the skateboard kids? First time, could get an Olympic medal for it. I mean, they're all 12 years, years old. Yeah, yeah, one of them's 13 for <laughs> yeah. sure. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it's it's just it just sucks. Oh, well. Funny they trained here. There's yeah. gonna, why did they have to go to America? I don't know. There's zero excitement about the Olympics, isn't there? I yeah. do not give a shit. Yeah. I think they should cancel it. Because everyone like assumes that it's not, not really going to happen or if it yeah. does, it's going to be fairly compromised. And it's going to yeah. be some bloody, you know, white skinny dude who wins the 100 metres because everyone else is sick. <laughs> you know? Just, they're going to Steve Bradbury. Yeah, yeah. They're going to they're gonna Steve Bradbury the Olympics. Steve so Bradbury the actually, Olympics. Actually, yeah. when you put it that way, I'm... I'd watch that. Like I'd watch it's this. It's, it's the best of the rest. It's the best of the rest. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Just people who never get never get any who've never made a final. You know, always eliminated in the in the quarters. There's a guy at school. He's um he was in the Paralympics. He won a gold medal. He's one of the dads of one of the kids that plays basketball. Well, oh, well. Yeah. What did he win it for? I think it was basketball. Wow. And he was yeah yeah. It's like just massive. Is dude. wheelchair basketball no contact? Oh, I don't or think is it you like can wheelchair avoid rugby. It. Nah, it's no, not like wheelchair rugby. It's, but it's not as bad as that. But right. there's there's always. I mean, there's contact in every non-contact sport. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hockey's a non-contact sport. I used to get the shit yeah. beaten out of me. Yeah, like, but if you run into someone and tip them over, surely that's a, a basketball foul. Depending on how it works, because you can run into someone and knock them over in basketball. It's normally a foul. and soccer yeah, right. as well. You know, no. it just depends on how it happens, and it's the um, yeah. umpire's discretion. It's the vibe. It's the vibe of the contact. The vibe, mate. Um, but yeah, yeah, like fucking gold medalist. All right, uh, I've got a random fact. Let's let's get to the facts. Okay. Let's stop telling our riveting anecdotes, uh, riveting mm. though they may be, and learn some historical. I facts. think yours is just the warm up for my um, yeah. Fuck you! I won't do it. Yeah. Tell me story. <laughs> yeah. That's where the real yeah. story is. One well, they're, they're one in the same because that's that's your you giving your opinions like Alexander Hamilton. That's true. And me saying Carl, hey, wind it back what, Carl, like Aaron Burr. What are you doing? <laughs> Here's my story. It was all right. One of the two daggers buried with King Tutankhamun was mm. made out of a meteorite. Ooh. What? Ooh, aliens. Yep. Wow. I mean, it answers a lot of questions. We've all thought about the pyramids. You know, he's going to wake from his 2,000-year slumber soon oh. with that dagger. Oh, well, I reckon, he'd, I reckon he'd, he'd be all right with me. I reckon. I mean, he, he died right. a teenager, so he'd just be like, I'm cool with the kids. You'd just go, hey, he's an iPad, and he'd be like, ooh. <laughs> Take my meteorite dagger. Um, yeah, so look, uh, is ancient Egyptian civilization really just alien culture yep. transplanted to Earth? Because there's all that stuff in there about pyramids yeah. and all that stuff and how the pyramids appeared all over the world. It's like, it makes sense because when you're building stuff, yeah. as you get higher, you're going to make it smaller because mm. you don't have a fucking crane. Yeah, or do they? Or do they? they aliens. spaceships, mate. Yeah. True. Bloody spaceships. They too. didn't build them. They just appeared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ziggurat? They teleported. They just teleported <laughs> stones on top. Yeah. Uh, which means they could have made any shape. Why did they? Why'd why they, they make a pyramid? They're really lazy aliens. Because they're beacons <laughs> that concentrate the, yeah, the, light. the energy to the planet space so yeah. the aliens know where they can go. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's all. Pr- <laughs> if you doubted it, doubt it no longer because yeah. one of his daggers was a meteorite. Bam. Case closed. All right. <laughs> now, uh, everyone's favorite. Zack Snyder <laughs> is back. <gasps> really? What's With he a done? Film on Netflix. Has he ever left? On the what? On the Netflix. On the Netflix. A Netflix film. A, it's a, called a new original. Yeah. <gasps> new Netflix original. He hasn't called... just re-edited something. No. <laughs> no. Okay. It's called Army of the Dead. Oh, sounds like oh, Evil I've... Dead Three. Is that him? Yeah. Okay. They have they given Zack Snyder charge of an Evil Dead movie? Uh, He's just recut it. It is not an Evil Dead movie. It is. A great premise, and and let me let me say this: 
I've watched the first 15 minutes. Oh, it's on there now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, it has, as most Zack Snyder films do, mm. a great opening sequence. Okay. okay. Like, I think that's right. one of the problems of Snyder's films is- Start his, great. They start great and, and peter Can't, out. Yeah, right. It's got- uh, uh, So just watch the first 15 minutes. <laughs> got, it's a great opening 15 minutes. It's got the wrestler um, who plays uh, Drax. 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 Oh, Drax. The Dax. Batista. Dave Batista yeah. in the lead. Oh, okay. Uh, and it is uh, zombies take over- Got it. Take over Las Vegas. Love enough, it. Enough said. Las they, Vegas. They wall off the city. Great. Oh, and so just desert around there. Yeah, they're going to nuke the city. Oh, yeah. why? Oh, because the zombies are because in there. Because all the zombies are in there, right? They're, they're all attracted to the bright the lights. So the opening sequence is just this like montage of zombies taking over. Hey, 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 it's a great premise. Like, I, I, I can't wait to dip back in. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's a heist film. So hey, hey, oh, hey, 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 dude, hey. Dude, shit. You have not been this doing guy, this podcast for seven years. You had us at Zombies in Las Vegas. <laughs> That's all. Oh, imagine, oh. Fuck. Next you're going to tell me it who won says, Lego. It literally says this oh, on the blurb. I don't care. I don't read the blurb. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Unbelievable. I'm constantly telling Miria, don't read the blurb. We're about to watch it. <sighs> anyway, anyway, enough said. Okay, anyway, uh, I, I give I give it a thumbs up on okay. what I've seen thus far. All right, uh-huh. we'll check it out. Speaking of like spoilers and things like that, we didn't know the there was a Lego season three, like Lego Masters. Oh, yeah. All right, so it's on nine now. Or yeah, yeah, it's you're called. just free to binge. So we're just watching it. Yeah. but the start of the first episode, I shit you not, it's a five minute spoiler. On yeah, the, on the, never watch that. that. No, we don't. Because I never watch the start all, of any episode because they show down. what everything. Yeah, yeah. everything. I've spoken on the podcast before about how much they spoil that show. Yeah, but and it is each episode. It's like and you see who's built. You yeah. see the final thing. Yeah. So we all, you know, do the car yeah, thing yeah. where we're looking down and not looking la, and stuff. La, 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 la. But the first episode starts and that comes on. We go, oh, spoiler! So we look down and every now and then you open your eyes, and go, no, nope. huh? and you look up again, no, nope. and it's five minutes of. Everything that's going to happen through the season, last, and it's just like, last Monday night. I but went, then you know who's going to be yeah. in the you like as you can see yeah. the build, yeah. so you know who's going to be there yeah. at the end. It's just ridiculous. People are fucking idiots if yeah. that's what they need. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's what people want. Yeah, if you need that, it's, we're the same. We just like, uh, is it done? Like we just mute it, look yeah, away, right. yeah. and then start the episode when the episode starts. So you, you, <sighs> there's something to look forward to. Maddening. Last Monday night, I went to uh, Rick James Bricks, who's one of the guys who supplies Rick the bricks to Rick thing I, to watch the finale with Jimmy James and Maddie oh, and, and other Jimmy Lego <laughs> other Lego Master alumni. Um, from Jess previous James. seasons, mm. and jeez, uh, oh, I've got some gossip for you. Mm. I, can't, I can't say it publicly, but <laughs> oh, <laughs> a bit of sizzle, also, a bit of sizzle Hello. about uh, about season three. Players. Well, it's been a great episode, guys, <laughs> and uh, holy dooly's my trips to Sydney. <laughs> I got all the I got all the behind the scenes <laughs> goss. Awesome uh, from the Lego Masters, very funny. Oh, cool. Okay. All um, right, um, look, I've got a maths fact. I don't feel like we've been pandering to our. Sizable maths oh, yeah. fandom. We haven't been getting enough maths wrong. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> For our audience. But um, I know this is handy. Okay. This, is, this is a really handy thing to know because you only need 40 digits of pi to calculate the circumference of the observable universe to a margin of error of one hydrogen atom. So, look, uh, the, the main point of that is that I know a lot of people 
I mean, we love pie. Who doesn't love pie? I yeah. do. It's a love fascinating. It. It's a fascinating concept. Mm. And pie, and and pie. a lot of people mm. are like, I should I should memorize as much of pie as I can. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's 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 endless. Mm. So when do you stop? And so I'd say, look, if you're thinking of learning some impressive, you know, pie digits, um, just learn those forty digits. Yeah. Because right. that's all you need to know that's to understand to know. the entire observable universe. And so any more than that's useless. It's waste. Yeah. Maybe I mean, forty could, maybe forty one just to if you go one, one, one just, spare. Just for shits and giggles. Just a spare. Oh, only forty. Yeah, I know <laughs> I, I know pi to forty one digits, I think is but something you, you should be able to say. Mm. The energy that you're putting into that forty one though, yeah. you could be understanding the universe. Well, this is gonna help you. Um because yeah, I've often thought, I mean, you, you look at me and you know I'm the sort of person who's contemplated learning. Of Pi course. digits. Of course. Just for sure. I reckon just, you've just, got, just, just I reckon I can rip off a, a decent amount. You know? I reckon hey, you've got the first 10. 3.152. That's, oh, no, no. There's okay. a five. I missed the four. Rick, Rick Brown, <laughs> uh, say the alphabet backwards. Slow it down. There you go. There you go. There you go. That's why he will do that. But yeah, I've also thought, but I've never, like, it's infinite. Pi is infinite. That's too much for me to, I can't memorize infinite. How do they know it's infinite? Like, how do they... Because, okay, we work out pi, you divide... What is it? 22 divided by 7 equals pi, basically. So, it's 3 point whatever it is. Sounds right. One, four, five, seven, sure. two, but how eight, do those... Nine. What? How do they know it's infinite? Go and find the end. I know, but that's the you thing. You go but, into flow state but, right now and find the end. what finds... It? Oh, you can't. Get, I'll be back in a sec. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, they get to... So, there is a computer that knows that it can only... It goes to a certain amount. Huh? There's a stronger computer There's then be a able computer to go. Who knows like, how is those... Those computers are figuring just, out Bitcoin at the moment. They don't care about pi. <laughs> Because they can see the, the writing's on the wall. They're like, "Hang on a second, this, this is always this, going this to be is never like it's a it's a non-resolving mm. mass. It's not moving towards something where you're like, yeah. eventually this will resolve itself. It's mm. like, oh no, it just keeps going. You know, it just it just keeps finding a new way to add another number. Yeah, Pi, I mean, I, I get it, but also like, when does like because at a certain point there wouldn't be a computer strong enough to do that. Could a mathematician sit down with a piece of paper and a and I'm not asking you guys, I'm asking our listeners. <laughs> um, and could they just write it out and just figure it out and keep writing those numbers just by figure? Is there a way to figure each number out or does it need some kind of crazy computer to figure that out? You can, uh, could, a, could a mathematician sit there Facebook for 50 page. years just adding numbers to the end of pi? Yeah, you could. Is if there yeah. a way to figure that out? Of course you could. If like when you do division and like, let's, you just add a so zero carry, and, yeah, and carry, carry that uh, zero. Carry carry that. Okay. zero. Carry yeah, that, that yeah, would make can, sense. You can do that forever. Or... There are people screaming at us right now. Nah. You don't do it like that, Rick Brown. <laughs> oh, it's not like that. I always do it like that. There's no other way. Always be carrying. Um, so, yeah, look, uh, join me, listeners, in the quest to learn 41 digits of pi. Uh, um, let's do the first five right now. 3.1452. 3.1452. I don't know the next one. Eight. No, seven. I don't know. I don't oh, know. I thought you had it in front of you. No, no, really no, looked no, like no, you were no, testing me. No, I'm, just, I'm ready to go with a thing. Oh, uh, a thing. You've got a thang? I do. Awesome. I don't even know. If, am I close? Oh, 3.14. While well, you're getting your thang, I've got a thang. Um, where is it? Which one am I doing? Oh, I'm going to do this one. All right. So, Rick Brown, you're often talking about global Three. population. I never shut it. I, never, ha, ha, I mean, it's 3. just 3. like. 3.14. Oh, one, one, five, nine, two. I was well off. I got mm. the one four right. Okay. Sorry. Good. 3.14. Sorry, math. We got some maths wrong. Yay. <laughs> Um, so you're always talking about population decline. Yeah, how it's going to peak and yeah. then go peter out. Yeah. I found a summation. Hello. I feel like this is the best summation that I've heard of it. This I've, debate has been the backbone of, of 332 episodes yeah. of How About This. Yeah. So 
Uh, a decline in global population looms towards the middle of this century. We all know this, 2050. Deaths will start to exceed the births, uh, exceed births for the first time um, as fertility rates fall almost everywhere. Uh, that might not be all bad. A planet with fewer people may ease pressure on resources, slow the destructive effects of climate change, and reduce household burdens for women. Hello. But global population decline threatens ways of life. Longer lives mean more retirees and lower fertility rates mean fewer workers to care for and pay for right. those who do retire. So are you suggesting that someone needs to come up with some sort of disease that spreads through the population but mainly kills older people in order to ease the burden on society? Is that is that what? That's... No, that could never happen. Nah, that, that's that's no, far, that's science that's fiction. Crazy <laughs> foundational that's concepts. The premise of Zack Snyder film, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> foundational <laughs> concepts of work, nation, and family will not withstand the shift, which means that places will, like society, will crumble. So, so we need a disease that's going to target elderly people. Is that? I don't know. On a large scale. Well, yeah, we need to wipe out the elderly because <laughs> there's less young. Yeah. Because the young pay for the elderly. Yeah. Because they go into workforces, earn wages, take oh. care of the elderly. But it's it's getting it's a tipping point. Guys. Oh, well, Inequality. If anyone, if anyone can think of some sort of disease, it'll do that. Almost oh. done. Inequality in South Korea, which has the lowest fertility rate in the developed world, major meto- major metropolises like Seoul continue to grow, putting intense pressure on infrastructure and housing. But in regional towns, it's easy to find schools shut and abandoned because there are not enough children. No kids. Last one. The math. Once it starts, the client spirals exponentially. With fewer births, fewer girls grow up to have children. If they have smaller families than their parents did, the drop starts to look like a rock thrown off a cliff. That's crazy. Humanity's rock. And I keep going 2050 and it's like, I'm going to be like 80. So we've got to make sure no one throws the rock off a cliff. You're going to be one of said elderly. By that stage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah we're not far the, off yeah, elderly. Yeah. yeah. It's time for you to get your disease. <laughs> Come and get your vaccination. <laughs> yeah. uh, and I've got a, talking about the rock, I've got a rock thing. Oy. Oh, well, it's not really. And I think I just spoiled oh, it. Oh, God damn it. The answer is the rock. The rock. Rock in the rock. <laughs> it is. Well, it's not a quiz, but yeah, it is. If I was going to make it a quiz. Of the 1,300 top, gro- top grossing films released from 2007 through to 2019, just 44 featured an Asian or Pacific Islander character in a leading role. And one third of those roles went to one actor, Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. Oh, well, look, he's got a niche. Yeah. He's, he's, he's cornered the market. Uh, guys, I've got, got a little story here. Settle in. All right. Uh, okay. Good luck. A- NBA All Hall right. of Fame, Lauren Jackson. Yes. First Australian uh, inducted into nice. the NBA Hall of Fame. Well done, Lauren Jackson. This year. Your big uh, unit. Also. Uh, and this comes <laughs> via uh, Joe Bill. Uh, uh, thanks, Joe, for pointing out my attention oh, to this story. Uh, Kobe Bryant, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, all included in the Hall of Fame. Big okay. names. Big I, names. I know all those names. Big, big names. Here's a part you didn't know, and I'm just reading this off a series of tweets. Okay. So here we go. Hmm? Uh, a former car salesman that has never played in, coached, or broadcasted a single NBA game was also inducted to the NBA Hall of Fame. Hang on. What's he doing? This I mean, straight Twitter? Straight admin? Twitter's, Twitter's never wrong. What? Let's start in 1984. Oh, hello. Where episode one of um, Five Minute Dungeon Crawl occurred last week in 1984. In That's true. Yeah. I was in grade Same six. Era. I was Same in era. grade six in it's 1984. The era, it's the era of Francis and Dewey. It was a great year. <laughs> With political turmoil making living conditions in India unsafe, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nav Bhatia fled his home country, moving to Canada. Got to get out of here. Yeah. The only problem, despite a degree in mechanical engineering, oh. Nav struggled to find work. Yeah. Racism. Because of his long beard and turban. Quite, yep. quite. Classic. Whoa. Classic. Uh, 80s racism. Uh, yep. 80s. Not like today. Yeah. Uh, and here's a picture. 
of nav. Very, very, very typical. Well looking, described. Uh, yeah. Beer and turban. Yeah. Beer and turban. A beer. A beer and a turban. After spending months applying for hundreds of jobs. With no luck, Nav yeah. finally accepted a job as a car salesman. Mm. Everyone rough, needs cars. Yeah. It was in a rough part of town. Ooh. And he was severely overqualified, but his mission was simple. To he could prove, have built those cars. <laughs> and I quote, to prove hard work trumps hate. Oh, it's hard to. It's, okay. Everyone who used Trump in their, in their motto regrets it. Yeah. Because yeah. it just gives it an off flavor like a now, doesn't it? Yeah. Through a unique combination of hard work, a friendly personality, and some catchy radio ads. Hello. Nav, Became the best car salesman in Canada. Everyone's what? No, seriously. He sold 170, <laughs> 127 cars in his first 90 days. Captured the public's Holy imagination. Crap. That record still stands today. Can't beat it. Wow. Proving his worth as a car salesman, Nav was recruited to become the general manager of a larger dealership across town. He's growing. The Jeez. business the Nav was close to bankruptcy, <laughs> and the current owner felt uh, Nav might be able to turn it around. Save us, Nav. Wow. But, but there was just one problem. Whoa. When Nav arrived at his new gig, all but one of the current employees quit. Oh, oh. they're not ready to-, to They refused to, to work for him. So did he have to take a sit and sit down? So now he's sat Nav. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm myself out. <laughs> Rather than sulk in his sorrow, Nav did what he always did. He got to work. Just got to work. He sat down. Nav hired an entirely new staff and started to transform the business. Yeah. Within a few years. I don't think you want those racists working for you anyway. No, fuck no. Did they quit because of him? Because yeah. he was in India? Because yeah. he was Indian. They didn't 100%. Work for India, I mean, that's the implication. Shit. We don't know the ins and outs for sure, but you'd have to assume Canada, blatant racism. I feel like Canada would be nicer than that. Yeah, no. Within There's a, a lot years, we don't know about Canada. A lot we don't know. True. Within a few years, the near-bankrupt dealership was now one of the largest in all of Canada. The best part, Nav ended up buying the dealership. It's mine now. Along with the original one that hired him in 1984. And he went around to all those people who quit and he went, How, do you like apples? How you like me now? Here's some apples. Here, have as some. A, as a gift. Just I'm a nice no guy. <laughs> After spending <laughs> a decade working for, purchasing and building up two-color dealerships in Toronto, Nav was now a self-made millionaire. Sure was. Good on you, Nav. That gave him the financial flexibility to pursue his other passion, basketball. Hello. And this is where the Raptors come in. Oh, Toronto Raptors. When the Toronto Raptors were named the NBA's 28th franchise via the league, as mentioned in 1995, Nav purchased season tickets. The team was terrible, but Nav didn't care. He just turned up. He showed up to every game and was the loudest guy in the arena Cheering from start to finish. There's a picture of Nav cheering. Nav loves the Raptors. On. Go, Nav. In 1998, after, in 1998, after years, Nav, Nav's loyalty and dedication to the struggling franchise, general manager Isaiah Thomas took notice. Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas, Thomas? Really? From yeah. the Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Oh. He called Nav to center court uh, during a half game. Get out of here, game Nav. And Nav. bespoke him with the official title, Superfan. Yeah. Nav was ecstatic. In the 25 years uh, since then, uh, uh, being a fan of the Raptors, he's uh, they have been thirteen losing seasons, but like losing bottom yep. bottom yep. rung, um, multiple blizzards and even blackouts. Yet Nav hasn't missed a single home game. Oh he never God. leaves early, and he's still the latest going in the arena, even at sixty nine years old. <laughs> After the Raptors won nice. their first NBA title in two thousand eighteen, oh, Nav became what? the only. Wait, I don't remember on. that. Does it? Yeah, did that happened. Yeah, the did. Raptors won in two thousand eighteen. Yeah. Did yeah. they? Oh, Is that when they had? It was like they had a superstar player. Nav. Nav. <laughs> it's all Nav. In a, just in a car. They just became the only fan in history to uh, receive the official championship ring. 
Oh, oh my God. This guy. Wow. Because he's been there from the start. Because he's rich he enough also, to be able to afford tickets to He basketball. also participated in the championship parade. Now, the Superfan Nav, at Superfan Nav, is also the first fan to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Here's what Nav said after being inducted. I made a promise as a kid to my mum that I would never remove my turban. Today, it is in the Hall of Fame. Um, uh, embrace what makes you different. Uh, it is your superpower. This is the crown I wear each day. Thank you, mum. And there's a little display in the NBA thing with that has his jersey and his uh, uh, turban next to it. Did he betray his Nav, mom, the promise to his mum? Nav his spends – no, he's still got a turban on. All it's right. just a, a turban. It's a different okay. turban. Uh, Nav spends $300,000 annually to send thousands of kids to Raptors games. Aww, he intentionally point. makes people from different backgrounds, black, white, brown, rich, poor, Christian, Muslim, sit next to each other. Why? Because so they fight. To bring communities the closer together. <laughs> In the end – this is what sports is about. Absolutely, now. The unique uh, 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 ability to bring different people, personalities, cultures, races, and religions together, uniting everyone's passion towards one common goal. That's awesome. But well done, it's, it's good. But it does this mean there's a lot of fans out there now who are like, I can get in the Hall of Fame. I, I can be the super fan. I and, got money. And now you're not going to know if people are super fans yeah. out of true passion or if they're like, this is my way into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like there's going to be a cynical edge to yeah. all super fans now. Uh, maybe the the ones that are already established, no worries. Yeah, you're like now, you, you've been super fan yeah, well before yeah. this was an option. Well, but if, I mean, if you is... turn up next week as some sort of trying to be a super fan, everyone's gonna be like, "It's not gonna happen, buddy." And you're well, on look, the socials. I'll tell you what. Hey, tell you what if me. you turn up next week and you try to be a super fan, and then in 30 years from now yeah. you get inducted, I'm still on board. With I guess that. So you that put in 30. True. You put in 30 years that of work. 30 years of work. Even if it's a cynical, even if it's a cynical grab for the Hall of Fame, it still takes 30 years of work, doesn't it? That's an investment. And a sizable investment. Yeah. So I guess they're not going to try to discourage That's people from doing that. That's prestige level of investment. Yeah. yeah. But what a great story. Good That's on you, Nav. a great story, Nav. Yeah. Uh, overcome adversity and then betrayed his mum's dying wish that he never take <laughs> off his turban uh, right at the wearing, end. It's not so the actual turban. I That's feel what like killed it is. Her. That's I, what killed her. They made a real point uh, that he promised. Well, there's several photos Nav, of him wearing different turbans. All right. Okay. In, All right. Okay. All right. In that story. So whenever he's out in public, he's got a turban on. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So like right. he's never going to remove his turban to fit in. It's like when you do mask fit in. work. You turn from the audience and you put the mask on and now I'm a new character. And then when I take that mask off, I turn away from the audience yeah. and I take that mask off. No, it's not and like now that I'm at me. All. It's yeah. about wearing something on your head that, that you're proud of in your culture. When I wear a mask, <laughs> it's I'm very proud. Mm. I become a new person <laughs> and I get mischievous. <laughs> Pantalone. Chacron. Um, now, here's a fact that okay. just it, it was weird for me to read, but I only think because it, it highlights my historical um, blind spots. Okay. Uh, when Henry Ford explained the idea of a gasoline-powered car to Thomas Edison, Edison encouraged Ford that he, uh, that he had it. Ford claimed later that no one up until then had given him any encouragement. Now, in my mind, oh. Henry Ford and Thomas Edison, different eras. Yeah. And it feels yet, like a weird movie where it's, you just, you know, they've thrown characters together. Yeah, because yeah. I, I, I guess because Henry Ford's associated with cars, which yeah. have a more modern thing. But I always put Thomas Edison in a sort of a, in an older light, in a, in a, yeah. in a stockings and um, buckled pa- shoes. Yeah. And jodhpurs. Um, so reading that thing, I'm like, wait, wait, were they... Were they just peers? Were they, is that and the same that, era? Where's but that it, movie? 
but it, they could have been. It could have been. Um, yeah, like one, of the, one like, very, very old, old and Thomas Edison. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just would never have put them in the same. And one is about electricity, and one's cars. They're very. Di- I mean, not now. They're merging together. Those. I things. know, but, but in the but time, then, whew, not so much. Yeah. Uh, it was all about power. That's all really about driving the nation forward. And on Saturdays, they went to Mark Twain's. <laughs> Um, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, but for all I know, they—they, I mean, they went to school together. For all I know, um, maybe it's I'm one just, and the same. But they're just not even close to the same year to me. But they clearly are. Maybe so. it's Edison. He turns away, he pulls on his mask, <laughs> and then he turns back, and he's like, "I'm it's a one-man show." Yeah, <laughs> just for thirty years. <laughs> that's all you need. Thirty years of fun time mask work. Yeah. Will we get to thirty years on this podcast? Oh, we could. I mean, we're we're a ways in. Mm. We're heading towards 10. Hey. Huh? Do we just stop the podcast when one of us dies? Have we had this discussion? Um, or do we just keep it on? Should we look into like Siri technology where we record all, all, the, the, all like, the series words. of words yeah, you need yeah. to record to be able to manufacture I mean, any it, sentence? We could probably upload the podcasts that we have thus far. and They're all, all there. The, all the words are there. It yeah. yeah, it's just going to pull all the words apart and then put it together. And then after all of us go, it could just release a podcast every week. Wait, that's great. Automated podcast. Yeah. Kate Blanchett's Academy Award for playing Catherine Hepburn in The Aviator mm. made her the only actor to win an Oscar for portraying another Oscar-winning actor. Oh. So oh. now someone needs to win an Oscar for playing yeah. Kate, Kate Blanchett, Blanchett playing oh, yeah. Catherine Hepburn. Kate, that could happen. I know. She's got She's the Belgi- star power. The Belgium- the Belgium uh, uh, Eurovision contestant mm. looked like Kate Blanchett. Yeah, really? but sang one of the most boring songs boring. in Eurovision history. Very oh, really? Boring. Well, in semi-final one, I was like, "This is this Did you is terrible." It? I'm going to fall asleep. Slightly better in the final, but still the weakest of the. Did ball, you right? see it? Uh, and Italy won? Spoilers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw some. I saw some of the performance. It looked like a hard rock performance. Yeah, or it was. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, oh, yeah that was good. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, there, yeah, was, there was some better songs in the night, but that happens. Right. I was speculating that maybe because Italy was the face of. the kind of the public face of COVID suffering in the early right. days. Oh, okay. Uh, that maybe they got some, you know. And there's like that block maybe, voting and maybe stuff. Maybe they got some votes yeah, for that. Yeah, right. Because I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't say they're the strongest, but the strongest song doesn't always win. Or what was your mo- favourite? It was, it, was, it was in, it was in. Yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah, yeah. I want to put it in the top five for okay. sure. Because the other songs. My top five songs. Okay. Uh, Go, the, top five. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Switzerland. Uh, I Switzerland remember. wasn't in my top five. Oh, I, love I didn't know why it was. How was oh, it? I loved high. it. Really? Um, Switzerland, Finland. Put your yep. middle finger up. Oh, that was a, that was a banger. That was really a, oh, so <laughs> good. Yeah. It was so Eurovision. good. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, that was the hard rock song that w- that should have won. No, right. see that it was like Lincoln Park. It, it was yeah. Right. It was Lincoln Park, and this is what I was going to say. The Italian song. Uh, had its a own lot flavor. of the yeah had its own flavor. A lot of the other songs, I was like, "Well, this is like Lizzo. This is like oh, Linkin okay. Park. Sure. Like a lot of the other songs that I like yeah, were very derivative yeah, of different that. things. Okay. But Italy, I was like, this is your own thing. Yeah, and that's why that's why. And I did like they them. sing in Italian or was it yeah. Italian? Because I saw a bit no, of it. Sang the in whole thing. Yeah. Wow, that's rare. Mm. Yeah. It was that's good. Rare. It was a good performance. No, 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 no. I could keep naming things, but it's irrelevant. But yeah, then there was the controversy. Did you see them doing cocaine? Yeah, well, yeah, well, what? Who? What? Yeah, it was a controversy that the Italian singer was doing cocaine at the at the count, like during the count, right. that they cut to them and that the. But all I've seen is the photo. Have you just seen the photo? I've seen the gif. It looks. It's very, very suspicious. Okay, okay. <laughs> because they're all sitting on the couch. And I don't know the cameras on them, and, and uh, I'll, I'll post a link to the gif uh, in the show notes. But the guy, uh, the lead singer, dips down, and the drummer just like elbows him in the side, and he's like popped straight up again. <laughs> but it looks, it looks very yeah. much like they've racked up some lines on the table yeah. there. 
But it, it could also be innocent. Like, yeah. it's, it's hard to tell. Like, he was saying that someone had, one of the bandmates had dropped, right. had broken a glass on the floor and that he, right. was, he, he, was, he was trying to sort out that. Surely he wouldn't do coke because the, there are cameras everywhere. Was it different this year? Were they, because normally. They were f- spread further apart. But right, because normally you can the, see yeah, yeah. Italy, but yeah. then there's Sweden. Oh, surely yeah, it was very much COVID, like that. It was, a, like, as I was say at the start of the podcast, it was, a, surely there are more cases of COVID in the world because Eurovision happened. And it's, I mean, unless they've got cameras on every table that you don't know when you're being filmed. Mm. And if that was the case, you wouldn't do coke because you don't know when you're being filmed. Yeah. And if it was someone with a camera, you'd be like, hey, there's a camera dude there. Yeah. Let's not do coke. Yeah. I would be surprised if that would, like, I feel yeah. like it's, it's a bit, yeah. Whereas I feel like it could just be an innocent thing that people have seen the vision of going, that looks like that guy's doing coke. Let's go. And let's now you with can't it. unsee that. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just looks like you Kirk. See it All right, there. hang on. So you can see that he's like down there and uh, the vision is like he, he dumps down and then pops back up again. But his face is still pretty far from the table. Yeah, yeah. I, I suspect it's innocent. It says here, I, I choose to believe it's innocent. It says lead singer of Italian Eurovision 2021 uh, passes drug test following cocaine. There rates. you go. Yeah. Also, if you're going to do it and it was in a thing like that, wouldn't you have those little kind of bullet things where yeah, you can just, like, just you dose you up a little like, thing and just give it a sniff? Oh, geez, you yeah. guys know a lot about taking drugs. Holy um, shit. What's going on? But what's been happening since I've been away? I haven't dropped my phone 10 times today, Rick. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> Your story. How, I just how do you think <laughs> Carl gets up in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> Carl, Carl used to say that. I have so many opinions. Alexander rolls me back from my side onto my back. <laughs> Clean your Yep. Here's your morning. His breakfast paraphernalia at the at the store. Right? Yeah, 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 we used yeah. to sell those little yeah. bullets. Just yeah, like uh, I'm sure Bonnie would too. Mm. Sell all that, all that kind of stuff out at them. Oh, Sexyland might be a little less under the counter oh, stuff because I don't right, think right, you're right, allowed right. to sell those. I think you you weren't really. I think bongs were grey because it's the bong itself isn't illegal. It's yeah, what yeah. you do with the mm. bong, but you could just put tobacco in a bong. Yeah, but stuff like that is like you know what? There's just drugs going in that right, little right, bullet. Right. Like so, I don't know if Sexyland would do that. Mm. Let's now, give him a call. Let's try. <laughs> Curious about the origins of the word barbarian? I bet you are. Barbarian. Let me think. It sounds French. <laughs> <laughs> the word barbarian originally referred to people who don't speak Greek because oh. the Greeks thought that people who spoke a foreign tongue sounded like they were saying ba 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 all the time. <laughs> It's just a real xenophobic <laughs> dig. Oh. Oh I guess God. barbarian does always have like a negative connotation. Yeah, because yeah. I'm a barbarian. So yeah, I guess it's never really escaped its negative uh, origins. Yeah. But it's <laughs> just um, Greek people lording it over anyone who doesn't speak Greek. <laughs> Ukrainians and Russians do that to each other. So like, I think I can't remember which way it goes, but I think it's the Russians are like Ukrainians are like blah 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 blah, and then with Ukrainians it's like. <laughs> like, because they've, they're, it's basically the same thing. But that's how war starts. Starts in fun and games. Yeah, gentle, yeah. gentle digs at the way we sound, and then bang. And next the, thing you know, Russia piled up to... tens of thousands of troops on the border yeah. just for shits and giggles. Yeah. And now let's uh, look. Talking about population and, and ways that uh, it gets affected. Now, Rick, um, you're, I know you're into population. You're often talking about I, how it's, it's going to peak in 2050. I should go back to university and study population. Yeah. I don't need, you know so about it. I don't yeah. think you need to. And then you could be Doctor Pop. Dr. Pop. Dr. Pop. Fuck, it's worth it just for that. Isn't it? Actually, I might just learn pi to 41 points and then I'll understand most things anyway. Dr. Pi. I want to learn. (laughs) Pi doctor. (laughs) Um, 45 million people were accidentally starved to death in China due to a pest control program that backfired in 1958. Oh, no. The program eliminated sparrows 
which caused bug populations to explode and destroy crops. Whoops. Wow, there's so Whoops. the delicate ecosystem, people. Yeah, yeah, gotta be yeah. careful. So Remove they one set thing. Out, they didn't set out to destroy sparrows. No, no it's just I feel like that was, was just... a shitty side effect. It right. sounds like. Yeah. So was... they, the bugs were poisoned. The sparrows ate them. The sparrows died. Mm. The bugs boomed. I don't. Yeah, I don't know the the thing, but sounds yeah, about right. The sparrows disappeared and it Delicate. caused very bad things. 45 million people accidentally started. They've just, I'm waiting to hear what's Human error. with the mosquitoes because they've done that. They've released genetically modified mosquitoes, I think, to, for probably for malaria. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the side effect of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like it's like, oh, shit. Oh, oh we, we didn't oh, realize. We didn't think about that. <laughs> oh, because when they bite other creatures, those creatures end up with some crazy fucking Gen- disease. Genetic modification yeah, yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, Jurassic Park. Soon enough, you're is walling off Is genetic modification of things, is that Pandora's box? Is that the, the Pandora's box that we were always warned about that you should never, you should never open? Oh, uh, uh, I don't know. Like things like CRISPR and things like that are really, uh, there's things like if you're born with like fucked up stuff mm-hmm. that you'll be able to cure. Like that's what I was saying last week when I was ranting. We're on the precipice of major, major change. Yeah, but that's stuff. why we opened the box because we of the perceived benefits. Yes. Yeah. So like you say, people are like, you know, you, you, you're spruiking all the good things we can find in that box. Yes. But, but, but once things? it's open, is that what brings us unstuck in the end? The, Possibly. The, the, the tantalizing temptation mm. of being able to do these amazing things once we open the box mm. of genetic modification on, on a you know on a, on a real cellular, oh, right in there on a small level. Um is that eventually where the mosquito, the genetically modified mosquitoes are unleashed and we realize that we've made a terrible mistake? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, maybe we just, maybe it's like, we'll just tweak this gene in this person yeah, and yeah. then they've got mutant powers. When does it stop? Yeah, yeah. When does it stop? Um, quite I mean, frankly, a dark I don't side. even care. There's a dark side to everything. Because guess what? what? I saw Hamilton. Yeah, you did. It's yeah. all downhill from here. You're, you, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Take what us out, mosquitoes. To to now? I got nothing. Nothing left. And what I also learned is don't, have things to look forward to because mm. all that means is you're open. You're leaving yourself open yeah. for the universe to slap you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I'd never bought tickets to Hamilton, never, I would uh, never have suffered the trauma. Don't do yeah. anything. Don't engage with the world. Yeah, yeah. No. Nah, uh, yeah, I guess that's the stoic approach. Yeah. You know, mm. just, what, no, it's what? not. You do engage with the world. It's no. just like, but my stoic approach would have been, oh, this isn't going to happen. Okay. And I would have been hmm. upset, but not, uh, but. Until you saw someone dancing to rate and you would be like, what's going on? Oh my God, all my rage boiling at once. (laughs) I shouldn't have gone to Hamilton. Or I should have, I'm not sure. Yeah. So yeah, in the end, I'm just not going to do nice things. Uh, Like really nice. Just do sort of nice stuff that if it gets taken away, you're like, oh. You're not like, oh. That was an all the eggs moment. Like that was was. a whole family, all the eggs, high stakes moment. Yeah, yeah. That's true. If family are involved, I think you go, if that was just you and Bridget, you might have just Yeah, we probably wouldn't have worked it. Yeah. We wouldn't have worked so hard. Yeah, I think if yeah, because I think like Alexander would be like, yeah, yeah, I'll go kill ten people if you need me to. Yeah, like, give, me, give me your pocket knife. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that brings us to the end of our podcast today. <laughs> Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll be back again next week. Uh, I wouldn't kill ten things for my child. Oh, <laughs> it's on record. It, unless it was a yes day. <laughs> That's the only soundbite we're going to use when you die, Carl. <laughs> Every, your whole contribution to future episodes after you die is, I would kill 10 people for my job. And then the, the the technology will just pull that into five different sentences. Yeah. So when we're doing our future dead podcasts. Mm. 
Um, could just be those words. So because we've moved to a Tuesday recording, I'm going to try to get these out on a Tuesday now. Wow. Uh, I, uh, we recorded last Shambling. Tuesday and I sat on it until Friday and I was putting it together on like, Friday. Because he's like, we're a Friday podcast. And I was yes. like, why am I doing that? Our so, army of listeners demand Friday content. Yeah, it's how they wind down from the week. <laughs> and so, a bath, uh, a red wine, and how about this? <laughs> uh, for Tuesday afternoon podcast. That does and sound delightful. We it will does. talk to you again next week. Bye. See ya. Cancel my flights, holy doolies. Oh.